This is Gemar Niyavamis, a daf, a yud gimel, of learning should be an incredible schoshidach for Yisrael Chaim, and Devoyer Shalema, and Livy Zahava, Oifik, Venteli, Shema, Menchaya, the Shafan, the Zivagago, and Vikarev, as well as Chosfur Shlema, Shwal Yosef, and Yevade Shmob, and Hatila, and Tosim, Mechlester, and Nahoma Basriva, Pasheva Vega, Baza, Shira, Chana, Besoich Shar, Chayli Yisrael, and again, I open up the Chaylin list. Anyone that needs, anyone that would like to renew the names that were there, please just send me an email. And again, an apology due to lack of video on this Shear, Psiat de Shmaya by tomorrow's Shear. We hope everything should be back up and running. So we're holding on that you give Alam Aleph, five lines down, in which we quote the Mishnah. The Mishnah taught us, Kizad, Poitre, Sarasim, Bachulu, how do the Shif, Chamesh, Arayas, the 15 Arayas that we spoke about, the last 12 Adaf, how do they exempt their Tsarais, their Tsarais, Tsarais, Etc. Etc. Menani Mili. For where do we know this from? Says the Gemara. My view the Damar Kra. Litzrar. The Torah says Litzrar. Hatayra Ribsa Tzareis Harbe many Tzareis not just one even the Tzareis Tzareis etc. Rav Hashi Amar Svari. So according to Rav Yudah we need a pasuk. Rav Hashi you don't need a pasuk. It's Pashit, It's a Svara. Sara Maitei Masiro. What is the reason why Sara is forbidden? It's in the place of an Ereva. Sara Sara Nami. But Makam Ereva Kaima. Therefore, there's no need for a pasik. Just to remind yourself, this really goes back to the Mishnah. Just a quick uh, reminder that you see over here, we have Reuben and Shimon. Shimon's has two wives. One of Shimon's wives is Reuben's daughter. And therefore, that wife, of course, Sarah in this picture, cannot marry Reuben. So when Shimon dies, and his two wives fall to even to his brother Reuben, the first wife, Sarah, cannot marry Reuben. Why not? Because he's his daughter. So not only is Sarah going to be butter. Rivka, the tsara, is as well going to be butter as well. But what happens if they go and they do Yibam to Levi, a different brother? And then again, Levi has another wife. Then if Levi dies, once again, just because Sarah was originally forbidden to Ruvain, because the, was, the original wife was an Erva, was the daughter to one of the brothers, then all the co-wives, the co-wives, co-wives, etc., etc., are all potter from Yiva and Chalitza. Says the Gemara, Kedzad and Mesu, Aimeanu, Kemetu Ein, Aimeanu and Iskarshu, we said in the Mishnah, that if you sever the tie, that if the woman who was in Erva got divorced, Dinmion died, and then the husband dies, then there is no problem to do Yibam. And very simply, as we're going to see the exact mechanics how this works, but very simply, because since the woman of question, the woman who was in Erba, is no longer a part of the story, she was divorced, she did Mion, she died, therefore, there's no one preventing and blocking the Tsarais from doing Yibam and Chalitza, therefore there's a regular Yibam, a man dies, his wife goes and marries his brother. Says the Gemara, Va'afilu, and the Mish. The din of the Mishnah is even true. Kanas ulupsayf girish. The din of the Mishnah is even true if he married the other wife and then he divorced the erva. So even though at the time of the marriage, and for this we're going to show a picture, that even though at the time of the marriage, let's look at whoever can see the picture. If you can't, you'll try to visualize. 
that Shimon has two wives. Again, one of those wives is the daughter of Reuven. So the Mishnah is teaching us, Afilu Konas, that even if Shimon first marries Rivka, so there was a point in time in which Shimon is married to two women, one of those women is an Arabo to Shimon's brother Reuven. And then Shimon divorces Sarah, or Sarah dies, or Sarah does Mion, even though there was a point in time in which Sarah and Rivka were both married to Shimon, still the halacha is that when Shimon subsequently dies, Rivka is considered the Tsaras erva of Ruvain. And I should say better, Rivka is going to have the petur because Sarah divorced Shimon, Shimon divorced Sarah. Therefore, Rivka is going to be allowed to do Yibam to Ruvain and is not going to be considered Saras now the Gemara is going to explain exactly how this works. But first point the Gemara is explaining is the Mishnah's din is even if he first married the Sarah, then divorced, even in that case, you'll be allowed to do Yibam. Asks the Gemara, Verminu, let me ask you a contradiction. We have three brothers. Two of them are married to two sisters. The one is married to a random person. One of the ones married to a sister does Gerishin. If he does, if he does Girish Achad, the one of the ones married to the sister divorced his wife. And the one who's married to the random person dies. And now the third one, and then what happens is the one who divorced his wife took and did Yibam. This is the case of the Mishnah. And now the Gemara elaborates, what's the Kasha? Taima, if you read the Mishnah, this Brisa, if you read it in order, we see clearly the Girish, over here it seems that it's only going to work if first the, wo- the woman who was a Erva was divorced. Only if that relationship was severed. And only then is another woman married. That's when it sounds like there will be a potential girish. But let's say he married the second woman and only then he divorces the first wife. Like, it sounds like the din would not be true. And that's a cash on the Mishnah because the way that we just learned the Mishnah was afilu konas of girish. Answers the Gemara Om Rav Yirmiyot Tavra Mishashana Zu Leishanazu. Says Rav Yirmiyot, what's your problem? It's two Mishnayis. Mishnayis are allowed to differ. Mishnayis are allowed to argue on each other. And now the Gemara explains, even though they're allowed to argue, the Mishnah now goes, the Gemara goes on to explain how it works. That really they both agree. That's only, let, let's let the Gemara explain. Hi, Tanisavra Misa Mabeles. Tanisavra Nisuna Rishoyinim Apilim. We have a fundamental Shiloh, which is coming out right now, is what is the detail, what is the point of time that determines if there's going to be a Yibam or not. That our Mishnah says, the Misa is Mabeles, which perhaps, if we didn't think about anything, probably when we explained it today, we assumed it's Misa. That at the time when, the ones 
wife dies, at that moment, we look at, we take a snapshot. If at the moment of death, let's look at this picture over here. If at the moment when Shimon dies, is Shimon married to Sarah? The answer is no. I don't care if originally Shimon married Sarah, originally Shimon married Rivka. It's irrelevant. I would think, says the Gemara, our Mishnah holds, that what? The, it all goes by the time of the death. And therefore, when Shimon dies, is Shimon married to Sarah? The answer is no. Therefore, can Rivka go and do Yibam to Reuven? The answer is yes. Because Rivka has no problem with Reuven because Sarah is out of the picture. Whereas the Braisa, the second Mishnah holds, no. Nisun Arishayinim Abilam, which is really this picture. This Braisa holds that it's original Nisun that caused it to fall. And therefore, at the time of the original Nisun of Rivka, Sarah was still in the picture. And therefore, at that moment, Rivka was not able to marry Reuven because Sarah was there, a co-wife being the Erevan. Therefore, that's the reason why the other Mishnah says it's not going to work and has to only be in that order. And that's the two ways of learning the two Mishnahis. Rava, my Rava says, Lo says, Rava really is all one Tano. Vizuin, Zarek, Lamer, Zukatani, it's just two different Chadushim. Chadush number one is even if they're divorced. And Chadush number two is even if it works in the opposite uh, order. Continues the Gemara, the anyone who's able to do Mion, but did not do Mion, then you need to do Chalitza. Sidebar, din perhaps, that we learned in the Mishnah that whenever there's a Kedushin of a Ketana, a Ketana being a Kedushin de Rabbanon, in that she's able to do Mion, she's able to walk out of the marriage, said the Mishnah, that creates a Zika, that creates a connection between the new brother and this woman on a Din de Rabbanon level, and therefore, it, it requires that the brother do chalitza. Says the Gemara, one second. Let's let this Kitana do Yibam right now to the new brother, and then we'll have no issue. And then Yabim, and then the other co wife could do Yibam. Leva Messiah Leyele, the seemingly is a rayal, the Ravaisha, the Ravaisha man is the Mamaroi, Leva man is the Zikasai, the seemingly would dictate that you can't do Ibam now. It must be showing me that the only time you do Mion is the Mamaroi, is to the husband, is the case of the Kedushan the Rabbanan, you let him walk out of the marriage. But to the Yavam, when the husband dies, and now these two women fall to Ibam to the brother, seemingly you cannot do Mion. Says the Gemara, Lo no raya, saras erva shiny. In the case of erva is different. That we have a din derabanan that says that even if she did yibum, excuse me, mion, we mion thereby annuls and retroactively voids and says there was never a marriage. But in din derabanan we say that no. The tsar is still going to be forbidden, and you have to do chalitza because it looks as if there was a situation of an Arab over here. As we saw yesterday, if someone does me unto their husband again, me and being when a woman, a girl who is not. T- of age under 12 years old gets married either by her father or if she was married previously and got divorced and her brother or mother marries her off if her father was dead, then she's let her walk out of the marriage. If she walks out of the marriage from her husband, Muteres Laviv, she's let her marry his father or her previous father-in-law. Miana Yavam, but if she walks out of the marriage to the Yavam, Asur Laviv. 
Why? Alma Mishas Nefila Nirs Kikalasai. Because when the husband died and she fell to Ibam, it appeared at that moment that she was his daughter in law. And therefore, it's not going to work. But in truth, you could potentially do Mia, but that's the reason why you need Chalitza. That's the reason why the Sarah needs Chalitza. And now we continue the next Mishnah going into something that we really saw on Dav Gimel. When we saw it on Dav Gimel, we said that we're going to explain it a bit more clearly over here on Dav Yud Gimel. And the case that we're discussing particularly is the Sheish Arayis Chamurois Me'ilu. We're discussing right now cases of more stringent Arayis. Cases in which those who are looking at the picture in front of you, the point is, we'll, we'll zoom in on Imai on the first of the six right now. The theme over here is going to be three very simple details. The details are going to be that there, there's a relation through the father, and therefore, she is automatically forbidden. And number three is, she has to marry out. Over here, Ruvain's a mother. Ruvain has a mother. Whether it's a mother only uh, Reuben has a mother and Reuben has a brother. So rather the mother is a mother to Shimon as well, or even if it's not a mother to Shimon, as you see in this picture dictating, in the fact that it's a mother only of Reuben's, but since it's Shimon's father's wife, it's going to be the same thing. And there, this woman, Leah, will always and forever be forbidden to both Reuben and Shimon. And therefore, this woman, Leah, of course, is going to have to marry someone else. Now, when she goes and she marries someone else, if there is a Tzara, there's another wife in that story, that other wife will be Mutter, Sarazayan Mutarais, to Shimon the reason being, and again, the Lashon of Chamurais, the Rishonim explained, is not necessarily a stringency over here. It's just really that it's a different thing. It's not necessarily stringency or not stringency, because it's coming out there's a hetero over here, which one might think is a Kula, not a Chumra. But the point is that we have a situation of a mother, a woman that's going to end up having to marry elsewhere due to the simple fact that there's a paternal relationship. Therefore, Therefore, the tires will be mutter. Let's just see the picture for Aisha's Aviv again. The, the detail over here continuously being a relationship through the father. Here you have Reuben and Shimon. Leah is going to go marry someone else. We'll call him Gershon. And Leah is going to have another Tzara with her. We'll call her uh, Rachel. And therefore, if potentially Reuben, if, if potentially Reuben or Shimon dies, Leah's Tzara will be mutter to them. Because Leah's Tzara has no relationship to Shimon over here. And again, let's just, let's just explain this one last time. What's going on over here is that there is an Isser through the father, a paternal Isser, as you see in both of these pictures, we'll zoom out, that the Isser is coming through Yaakov, through the father, and therefore there's always going to be an automatic Isser from Leah to the brothers, and therefore they're going to always have to marry someone else. Though he's going to have to marry someone else because he first can't marry the brother because they are related. Therefore, there will never be a situation of Yibam. And therefore, because of that, what's the equals bond after these three details? The co-wife of such an erva is going to be 
only usher if they fall with the erva, and if any of these six women are married and had a co-wife and their husband dies, the tzara is going to be mutter to the erva's relative, just like they're going to be mutter to anyone else. That introduction, let's go straight into the Mishnah. Because they're married elsewhere. Because they're married to someone else. Sarah saying Mutaris. Imai number one, Ishis Avin number two, Achis Avin number three, Achis Av. Mimai number four, Vishis Achis Aviv number five, Vishis Achis Aviv, Mi Aviv number six. And really what we just explained, uh, it is getting late, but let's just take a half a moment to look at the first Rashi over here. Rashi explains, Yishach Amurus Me'elu, Umau, Chaymer Shalahan, what is the Chomish? And his two is the Chaymer, they marry elsewhere. Ve'enon Yichazin Asurach, they can't marry the brother Me'aviv. And if their husband dies, again, they married elsewhere, outside. We'll see one Marashi. The mother can't marry the brother, because again, there's a paternal relationship. She is the wife of the father. Those are the critical words. Since there's never going to be a potential Yibam, therefore they go marry somewhere else. And to that new marriage, there are Nashim Achiris, other wives, other Tzarais, Umesu, and that husband dies, Mutarais, Linas, Lazad, Elana, Mary, Shemon, She'ein, Tzaras, Erva, Asura, Elek, Shenafal, Yavam, the Tzara of an Erva, Again, the chiddush you're being, you might think because there is one of the wives which is Ruvain's mother. Maybe it should answer everyone up. No, it's only kshenafel yibum ima erva pamachas has to fall to yibum. And in this case, let's go. In this case, let's go back for one moment. Then in this case. Leah, true, is Reuven's mother. But Leah's married to another guy, John. When John dies, Leah and all the Sarais, there's no situation of Yibam over here. There's no relation. So can those Sarais marry Reuven? Of course, they marry Shimon. There's no problem. Because they're at Sarah of an Erva, but not in a situation of but it's only kiban It's only situation of yibam. Says the Mishnah. Now the Mishnah goes back to something again that we spoke to about in Daf Kimol. The Tsaris, in a case of Tsaris Erva, in a case where there is no Yibam and Chalitza, the whole first 12 blot, the whole first Mishnah, that's all Beis Hillel. Beis Hillel says no Yibam and Chalitza. Beis says no. Beis says in a case of Erva, you are allowed to do Yibam and Chalitza. Now we turn over to you give them a base. Chaltu says the Mishnah. What if one of the Tsarais do one of the co-wives do Chalitza? Beishami points the Menakuna. Beishami says it's a good Chalitza. You're allowed to do Chalitza. says no, no problem. You're still Kasha Likuna because the Chalitza was absolutely nothing. Since one of the brothers, one of the wives, excuse me, is in Erva. It potters everyone up. They're no shaykhis. And therefore, they could all, the fact that one did chalitza was absolutely nothing. Therefore, they could still be, they're still kasha tikuna. Nisyamu, but let's say they did yibam. So now, Beishamim Echshirim. Beishamim says, everything is still kasher. 
Why, if they end up becoming divorced, of course, as Rashi points out, but Basilel Paislim. Why Basilel Paislim now? What's going on? Says Rashi, you know why? Because the Yibum is effectively a, a Bia to someone that's also to them. Why? Because Basil says no Yibum in Chalitza. This is no Yibum in Chalitza. You can't do Yibum. And if you did Yibum, that's called the situation of Zenos. So it says Basil, the Apostle Tikuna. Afalbi, if they did Yibum. Afalbi, She'ilu Aisroim, Ve'ilu Matirim, Ilu Paislim, Ve'ilu Machshirim. Says the Mishnah. Even though Beisel says it's Aser, and Beishamai says it's Mother, Elu Paisim, Veilu Machshirim, and therefore, according to each Shita, there's going to be some people who are Kasher or Apostle in their own Shita, still, like Nimnu, Beishamai, Melisa, Nash, Beisel, they were able to marry women from each other, and their daughters, and they all married each other. Similarly, in which one said something star, one said something tame. Still, says the Mishnah, they were not chayish for the shita. They held each other in the highest regard. And Rashi says, of course, they would ask them what the status was, but the dinner being that they did not refrain from marrying each other. And that's that part of the Mishnah, truthfully, we'll get to a little bit later. But now we begin the Gemara. Omar, Omar, Rav Shimon Rebazi, my time to be Shami. And this really goes into the second part of the Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah, Shisharayis, Chamurus, Me'ilu, we really dealt with already. Now we go into part two of the Mishnah. What's part two in the Mishnah? Part two of the Mishnah is really the fundamental Machlik is Be'Shami Be'Shilol for the first 12 plots. The Basil said, any situation of Erva, if you have someone who's, let's call it Bita, as we always said, the daughter, it potters the Tzorah from Yuvin Chalit. So Beishamai said, no. So what is the reasoning for Beishamai? It says in the Torah, what does it mean, Chutza? The outer one, that seemingly shows us that there are those who are inner. Those are related. So what do we see? We see we're dealing with a case in which there are two potential women to do Yimun Chalitza. One is Panemius and one is Chitzayna. One is related and one is not related. One is an Erva and one is not. And yet, And what does the Torah say? The outer one, the one that's related, should not do Yimun Chalitza. But says Beishamai, what do you seemingly see? That the other one, the Usara who's not related, says Beishamai, seemingly are yes allowed to do Yimur Chalitza. And that's what Beishamai argues fundamentally on the entire first 12 lot. And now here it goes. Beishelel, mi ba'ilei. What does Beishel do with this pasik? Mi ba'ilei, chavid amarav, damarav, damarav. Manayin shei tukushu taifs in biyamava. How do you know? That Kedusha does not take effect to the Yavama. Meaning, if someone else, we have a woman waiting to Yibam, and some random guy comes along and tries to marry her, how do we know that that Kedusha does not work? Beisel learns out that means there should be no Havaya, there is no Kedusha to Azar, to one who is not related, it does not work at all. Obeishame, Beishame retorts and says, what do I do with this limon? Miksev lochutz, chutza, ksev, says Beishame, says chutza, which means the outer one, doesn't mean lochutz, doesn't mean if someone else is trying to marry her. It means that if one is related and one is not. 
Beisel Akiv Dersev Chutza command Dersev Lachutz Dami. Says Beisel, no, there's no difference. Chutza and Lachutz, how do I know? The Ten Lands and the Rights from the Chemi, Oimer, Kodavich, as we call Amir, Bitchilasa, Hitolach. Says Bezil, fundamentally, we know from the Chemya, any time a Pasuk can have a Lama in the beginning, we throw a hair at the end. Some examples, Therefore, says Bezil, I'm not worried, and therefore, the fact says, Lachot or Chutzah, I learned Bezil says, this is talking about a different din, it's talking about the fact that it's someone outside her, so a not related cannot marry the Avama while she is waiting. Yibum. So where does Beishamai know this halacha? Where does Beishamai know that someone outside cannot marry the Yavama? Says the Gemara. No, Beishamai says, learn out from the Lashon of Ishzar, a strange man. Why does Beishamai agree? Beisel says, mask him. So chutzal amali. So what do I do with the pasuk chutzal? Which Beishamai learned that in a situation of erba, only the erba can't do yimur chalitza, but the other tzarek he has to yimur chalitza. Le rabbis harusa says the gemara. You know he does chutzal. Chutzal comes along. Le rabbis vi arusa like base. Excuse me, that's Beishamai. Beishel nami teulim Beishar in a chanami. So I do chutza. Chutza says the rabbis are arusa that an arusa is included in the laws of yibum. That even if someone didn't have nisuin, just irisin is still nichlal in yibum. Vedach, what does Beishamai say? Mechutza chutza. Vedach chutza chutza. Loi mash balahu, and that's the machlekes Beishamai Beishelel exactly how to darshan up. And that's the first way of learning Beishamai. The first way of learning why Beishamai argues inherently on the Mishnah and holds that even in the case of Erevah, even if one of the wives is related to the Yavam, the other wives are still allowed to do Yibam and Chalitza. Rav Amar, Tamayu de Beishamai, no, the reasoning of Beishamai is, Dein is a Chalal Iser. Says Rav, no, much simpler. Says Rav, you know what Beishamai says, the Tzareis are allowed to do Yibam and Chalitza, because one erva, one iser is not falling on another iser. And now, says the Gemara, that makes sense. If they got married, if the brother who eventually died, you don't obviously you don't marry someone dead. What does this refer to? It refers to if the brother who ma- who eventually died married his wife first, and then the other brother married his wife. So therefore, what happened is that the Avama was originally Aser. Why? Because the regular Eshazach. You're not going to marry your brother's wife. And then he got married. Then I understand. Now it makes sense that the new Isra of Erva that was introduced later on does not come along and destroy the original Isra. And then therefore, when the original Isra is mutter via yibam. Again, every case of yibam, this goes back to what we learned on the first day, that every case of yibam is a novelty, is a chiddish, and normally you're not going to marry your brother's wife. Yibam comes on the Torah, and the Torah says yes. So therefore, I would think that the new Israel of Achais Isha does not 
is not chal bechlal on the original answer of Ishizach, and therefore just like even me matters Ishizach, it's all good. Elanosa chay vachelanosa meis. Let's see the original answer was there. Achayis isha kadim. This erva comes first. Kim lo asi isra Ishizach v'chayil isra achayis isha havle saras erva shloim b'makom mitzvah. Visharya. That, excuse me, that was a teret. One, one more time, let's do that correctly. So the Gemara asks, So in this case, the Isra Erva comes first. If the Isra Erva comes first, therefore, Bishame should agree that when the brother dies, the Tzara should be forbidden. Answers the Gemara, no. Kim Asi. What happens is, it comes out that it's going to be like a case that there's no mitzvah, there's no yibam, therefore it's going to be mutter. We're running out of time, but let's just begin the next Gemara. Of course, says the Gemara. Nuri wanted to make a taikana, and therefore we see in the Mishnah not like this taikana of Rabbi Yechon Benuri that all the tsaris in the case of Arayis they should do chalitza, and therefore we see from the Mishnah that no, the we basking kamash on the base ilel machshirin that they're going to be mutter for kuna because we do not go with this new takana of Rabbi Yechon Benuri. Nesiamu beisel baislim in the case of if the sara did yibam beishamei says they're kosher, which feels says they're pasul hasulamali. We learned in a Mishnah. We'll conclude with this very time appropriate as we just finished Purim. We learned this in the Megillah. The Megillah can be read from the eleventh to the fifteenth. If we do, how can you tell me the Megillah is read on 15? <coughs> You're making a good groups in Answers the Gemara. Hilo tiskot imalei gufei. We need for the pasuk itself. The Merach one of those has a chabur on mace. You can inflict a wound upon yourself from the mace. That's what the pasuk is teaching us, but not necessarily anything about reading the Megillah. Answers the ask the Gemara and King Lemekrolo. Is goididu? My sis goididu? Shema minala chudasa. Ask the Gemara of Emekula chudasa and King Lemekrolo. Is goididu? My sis goididu? Shema minah tarti. Now, in as much as that, this Russia seemed completely random, now that we understand that the Pasuk is teaching us two different dinim, one din about making yourself a mark, making yourself a scratch over a mace, and another Pasuk teaching me a din about having groups in clients trial, off of this, we're now going to use this as a question back onto our Mishnah, but we'll pick up from there, Mr. Shem, in the next year.